0: To Mr. Biz Radio, Biz Talk for Biz Owners. If you're ready to stop faking the funk and take your business onward and upward, this show is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth.
1: All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And uh, guys, this week we're going to talk about um, living a more powerful life. <clears throat> There's a lot of different ways to do that. You hear all sorts of different people have opinions on that, how to do it, et cetera, the importance of it, of course. We're going to talk about all that. We have a guest this week that has a very unique approach. At least I think it's a very unique approach. And that's why I wanted to have him on the show. Our guest this week is none other than Mr. Doctor David Bernstein. He is a highly respected, award-winning physician who is board-certified in both internal medicine and geriatrics, and he's practicing in Clearwater, Florida. And I'll actually be in Clearwater in three or four days, <laughs> so maybe we can connect. Uh, his 40 years of experience have provided him with opportunities to observe and empathize with thousands of adults as they age. His insight and ability to monitor patient patterns and outcome compelled him to share what he has learned with others. He has integrated his experience and practice with up-to-date research to develop a strategy to enhance longevity and vitality. And who doesn't want longevity and vitality? Dr. Bernstein, welcome
2: to Mr. Miss Radio. Uh, it's a Thanks for the welcome, Ken. I really appreciate it, and that introduction was superb. Thank you. <laughs> yes, of course. <clears throat> well,
1: I could have gone on and on. I mean, uh, you know, I was, I was doing some show prep and, and obviously doing some research and gosh, I mean, all the things that you've accomplished and the publications, et cetera. I mean, just, uh, I could have taken a whole first segment to talk about <laughs> some of your career and, and accomplishments, but let's talk a little bit about that. So, um, you know, sort of your business journey, your career journey, entrepreneurial journey, as you've gotten to, you know, where you're at now and talking about the power of five, et cetera.
2: Well, in terms of the entrepreneurial part, I grew up on Long Island, New York, uh, the son of uh, an immigrant World War II uh, combat wounded veteran who uh, demonstrated about the importance of determination. And he even gave me a little book about gumption one time um, about making something of myself as he made something of himself. So so that's kind of the entrepreneurial part of me. Um, It was the family business. It was a garment business. And I learned a lot about it. And and I listened to my father when he said, don't go into this business, it stinks. So (laughs) um, I was encouraged to be a doctor and go to medical school and, and I did. And somewhere along the line, two other things happened to me. One was at our high school graduation, the commencement speaker uh, was introduced and I was on the committee that selected him. And he became an author. And 10 years after graduating high school, he had some really, um, he had really published some books and, and they had become pretty well recognized, at least by me as a sports fan. Uh, another thing I saw that influenced me was a cover of, of National Geographic magazine where I saw a centenarian. And those are people who live to be a hundred. And I said, that's really fascinating. I want to know what they do. I want to know their secrets. I want to incorporate that in my life as, as what I do and also learn how I can help other people do that. So that was a big part of my journey and then going to medical school, uh, making that choice and then setting out and um, practicing geriatric medicine. Well, interesting. So um
1: When you decided to go into the medical field, decided you're gonna be a doctor, what sort of
2: influenced you to go into the field that you're in? Well, one was that um, National Geographic magazine. Another was how my mother um, was so disturbed about how her parents, who were my grandparents, were treated and um, the medical care they got was uh, subpar. And she promised, she made me promise her that I'd do a better job than those doctors did in in, in that care. And and that had a lot of influence on me uh, to do that. And it it enabled me to always have a vision and a purpose for why I was doing what I was doing. Um, I also took the opportunity to make it fun, enjoyable, and um, took the time to learn. As I was going, not only about the health conditions, but about what made these people tick, what made them successful, or what made them fail. What did they do right? What did they do wrong? And it did prompt me to write my first book, which is over this shoulder here. Um, I've got some good news and some bad news. You're old, and at first it was going to be a um, a humorous book, but as I began to write it, I realized that there were some really fundamental things that people who age successfully did and they and, and how they became resilient as a result of it. So if I have just a second, I'll tell you there are five things and I always limit myself to five things because I can remember five things and <laughs> a, you know and the average person could probably remember five things and 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 so if you can do that and I made it even easier by making it into a um, a word grace, Uh, an acronym. So it stands for goals, roots, attitude, companionship, and environment. And I found people who had a goal or a purpose in life, um, people who um, had good DNA, or if they had bad DNA, they could do something about it. If they had a positive attitude, which included gratitude and kindness, uh, they uh, had companionship. And they interacted well with their environment which had a lot to do with lifestyle and that's subject of my other book but when they incorporated all those things they were resilient now after i published my book and i would speak to people i realized that that's the same formula that people can use in their business for their family in their kitchen uh, because you know like any business having a goal and a purpose and knowing what the roots of the business are um displacing it or dispel, uh, uh manifesting a, a, positive attitude and being gra- grateful for what you have. And all those things that are part of that grace formula are things that can really propel people towards success in life and in, in health. Well, I love what you said about, um, you know, studying and researching some
1: folks that had been successful and had bumps in the road, because, you know, I talk about that all the time too. I, I call it modeling expert behavior. Find someone who's really good and has already been there, done that, and what you're trying to accomplish. You know, I've done it a little bit, certainly not nothing near the extent that you have, but, you know, I I always, I heard from my dad when I was, gosh, I was probably 10, 12 years old. My dad back then said his goal was he wanted to live to be 100 years old. So as you mentioned, the centenarian, and I I took that on as a goal as well. Um, You know, when I turned 50, people were like, Oh my gosh. I'm, I said, I'm only halfway there. Like I've, I've only lived half of my life. Like I plan on living, you know, another 50 years here. So, and, and doing some of those things. That's why one of the reasons I was so curious to, to have you on the show and talk to you, because, you know, for me, selfishly too, to learn some things that maybe I don't know about and to be able to do that. But I think, you know, that grace formula, you know, a lot of it has to do, it sounds like with, with mindset and getting in the right mindset.
2: Well, it does. Um, and and it, but the interesting part for me was that I took that information from people who were already successful. I'm not sure that they applied that mindset, but you know the group of people that were really influential for me were people who were retired Salvation Army officers because mm-hmm. they were in the business of giving back. They were always treating people well. They were all very kind, and and they may not have always had the environment and taking care of themselves part, but these people lived into their 80s and 90s, and, and they were just so joyful. And it was a pleasure to take care of them and a pleasure to sort of inter, inter, interview them every time they came in. I said, well, so what was it that you did? Well, how did you become so successful and resilient? Um, I mean, that was a feature about being a geriatrician that people don't, don't recognize, and, and I had a chance to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm sure that led to a lot of what it what, to in your books, et cetera. Again, this week, we're talking with Dr. David Bernstein. You can find out more at power of five That's his website. You can follow him on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. We're going to come back after the break. We're going to give the Mr. Biz tip of the week and we'll continue talking with Dr. Bernstein. If you would like to reach hundreds of thousands of business owners every week, Mr. Biz radio can help. Our show airs globally seven days a week for more than 25 hours across several internet radio stations plus 20-plus podcast platforms. Also, video exposure on the new exclusive Mr. Biz Network streaming channel, which gets blasted to 100-plus streaming platforms and the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and our 350,000 social media followers multiple times every week. Join Mr. Biz Nation as an advertiser by emailing us at info at Are you
0: ready to automate your business? Automation is the key to scaling a business and building wealth. It's also one of the most difficult things for a small business owner to do on their own. If you're looking for help with automation, Pulse Technology CRM can help. We have an exclusive offer for Mr. Biz Nation. We will build everything for free, even if it's a sophisticated funnel. Visit the forward slash Mr. Biz for this exclusive offer. Got a question for Mr. Biz you want answered on air? Email it to info at mrbizsolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz.
1: All right, welcome back to the show. It is time for the Mr. Biz tip of the week, and this week's tip is actually a quote. Um, I've mentioned this guy on the show a few times for, for those who listen to the show often. Um, his name is Dan Pena. He is uh, a very interesting guy. I would encourage you if you have not heard anything uh, or seen anything that Dan Pena, he has a tons of a tons of videos. I think he has a YouTube channel. Um, he is a very colorful guy. I'll put it that way. A uh, very unique guy. Um, and I actually had to take this quote. I, I It's not a direct quote, although it's his. I had to clean it up because if you ever watch Dan Pena, you'll see that he has very colorful language. Um, he doesn't beat around the bush whatsoever. Um, but uh, anyway, the quote is: "Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future." And actually, this has a little bit to do with what Dr. Bernstein was talking about during the first segment as well—is not only that mindset, but you know, going back to the Jim Ron—you know, the the closest f- five people that you spend time with, you know—and uh, that's what Dan Pena was talking about further in this qu- with this quote: is you know, if you're hanging out with five people that are drug addicts you're probably not being a drug addict. If you're hanging out with five people who are millionaires, you're probably gonna be a millionaire because you start to normalize with the environment that's around you. So critically important. And we've talked about it on the show before, but I thought that quote was pretty interesting because it kind of sums that all together. Um, and again, I encourage you to go, go look up Dan Pena and the story around this quote. Oh my gosh, it's, it's hilarious. He's, he's just very funny, but um, so that's the tip of the week. Get back into talking with Dr. Bernstein. Uh, so Dr. Bernstein, so um, let's talk a little bit more about, um, you know, now obviously being a physician and everything, but how you help folks now, maybe, you know, some of the people you'd mentioned, um, I think before we got on the uh, on the air is,
2: you know, talking about some of the people that have, you've been able to help over the years. Well, I can I can break it into two groups. There are the people who came into my office, 18 a day. I gave them some advice. They chose to take it or not. All too often, the advice was a little difficult and maybe they didn't. Uh, but I I have sat down with people and changed their lives. Uh, people who were it was a husband and wife I write about in in my book the power of the power of five, who uh, were about to have a heart attack and they were eating poorly and um, weren't taking our, our recommendations seriously. And uh, after the heart attack. Um, there were major changes that happened in his life and he he adjusted his diet and started exercising. Um, things were going okay and his wife didn't tag along with all that until she had breast cancer. And <sighs> exercise, and one of the things I recommend, um, has a 35% increase um, in recovery from, from cancer. So it, it improves your it, it's beneficial to do that. So So there were people in the con- in those confines, Uh, One of my favorites is the woman who edited my book, Um, and she's uh, in, in her mid to late 60s at the time she did it. I know she read it three times because I paid her to. And six <laughs> months after reading my book three times, she had lost 35 pounds. Um, she found a boyfriend, had become sexu- sexually active. Um, she had changed her attitude. She was sleeping better. She had followed everything that was in my book, and she took it upon herself to do that. And, and I think that was one of my glory experiences of someone who who really put the pedal to the metal and followed my advice. Um, We'll talk a little bit maybe in a minute or two about what that advice is. But but the other thing that I think is important, particularly from the entrepreneurial standpoint, is that your your business is always only as successful as your health is and the health of your employees. So not only do you have to look out for yourself and, and you have to look out for the people around you who are selling your product or servicing your product, because if, if they... If they're not well and they lose work or they're not healthy enough and they're absent from work, your business suffers. So so promoting this idea of taking care of yourself also should be promoted to your, the people you love in your life and the people who work for you because it will also create some loyalty and, and invigoration. So uh, that's another component to why I think taking care of yourself is so important
1: yeah for sure and i think it's it's i'm glad you brought that up because i, I see it just way too often in, in the circles i run in and with the business owners and clients that i have so often is you know and you hear people talk about the grind and the hustle and all this other stuff and not to say that you shouldn't you know you have to work hard and all that but when you neglect yourself and you know and i had heard someone put it this way this has been five or six years ago i was in that mode and i was working my butt off and working tons of hours and I had always been very physically active. And I had kind of pushed that aside because I was, you know, start, I had left the corporate world and I'm starting the business and man, I got to really just hustle and I, I'll get to that later. And thankfully, I didn't have any, you know, health issues, but I started to see it because I wasn't sleeping as well because I wasn't working out, you know, five or six days a week, which I had been doing prior I wasn't eating as good because I was running around and I, oh my gosh, let me just, you know, stop at a fast food place and grab something. And so my diet had gone, you know, to crap and I see it all the time. And I heard someone uh, mention this few, uh, several years ago and they said, look, man, it's all, it's, it's glorious. And it sounds like, oh my gosh, I'm working so hard. But to your point, what you mentioned, Dr. Bernstein, if you don't take care of yourself, what's going to happen? You're running the business and all of a sudden you have a health, issue and you're out of pocket for three, four, five, six months, who's running the business? How's that business going to survive? What about the people who work for you in the business that rely on that? And and all of a sudden maybe you have to close your doors temporarily or something because you haven't taken care of yourself. And if you're not there to take care of yourself, you don't take care of yourself. You're not there to take care of others. The silly analogy of, you know, when you're on an airplane and they say, you know, with the mask drop down, put yours on first. Because if you pass out, you can't help anyone else.
2: <laughs> you are so right, Ken. It, it you know it's it's part of things that a happened in my life at some point, and the other part was I felt that I needed to keep myself physically fit. To do the job even though it seems like a doctor just sits there and he's sitting on a stool and talks to you i i still needed to be fit i i still made rounds in the hospital i still needed to be able to get in my car and get out of my car and walk around the floors of the hospital and getting up and down and and the job has gotten to be more of a grind in terms of more time um, using an electronic medical record and staring at a screen all the time but in unless we as physicians or we as business owners keep ourselves fit yeah everything goes to to pot if if we're not well and think about it too i mean even outside of business and again i know i'm preaching
1: to the choir here but you know if you don't take care of yourself and then you have a problem now you've become i, I hate to say the word but you're almost like a you you're, you're a burden right you someone has to take care of you potentially maybe your your wife your spouse your people in your family, someone has to take care of you because you haven't taken care of yourself. And again, that and what I mentioned earlier is, you know, when you're trying to do the right thing and you're working really hard and you think that's the right thing to do, that is, right? But you still have to make time for yourself to take care of yourself. Otherwise, again, at some point, you may become where people have to help you all the time and take care of you. How are you helping people? You know, what I, another person mentioned, they said, you know, you know how to be a, a person to help? Be someone who doesn't need help you know, not only financially, but in, in this situation, health wise um, is being able to take care of yourself. So um, just critically important. So again, we're talking this week with Dr. David Bernstein. You can find out more on his website. You can go out to powerof5life.com. That's powerof5life.com. Uh, you can follow him on LinkedIn and Facebook, Power of 5 Life uh, on Twitter. And um, we're going to talk in the next segment, we're going to get into some meat and potatoes, and we're going to talk about, he had mentioned his book over on my side, his his right shoulder, but it, uh, the power of five, and it's it's talking about how to live a more powerful life, and so it's it, we've kind of wet your appetite uh, so far, and I've scratched the surface a little bit. We're gonna dive into that a little bit deeper as we get into this next segment, and really pick Dr. Bernstein's brain um, and find out ways that you know we can all have more vitality and, and longevity, as we talked about in, at the outset of the show. How would you like to have direct access to Mr. Biz to help you run your business more profitably and more efficiently? At MrBizSolutions.com, you get live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also several of his hand-picked and trusted business experts, each with 20 plus years of experience to help you optimally manage and grow your business. That's just the start of where Mr. Biz Solutions begins. Learn more at MrBizSolutions.com. That's MrBizSolutions.com.
0: Check out all three of Mr. Biz's best selling books at MrBizBooks.com. Now, once again,
1: here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. And we want to talk, I want to talk about the power of five. So, we've, you've alluded to it a few times. Um, and for those unfamiliar, um, I, let's, let's dive into that a little bit. And obviously, they can find out more by getting the book, Power of Five. But let's talk about that a little bit more and how we can utilize the power of five to, to live a more powerful life.
2: Thanks for asking, um, you, you know, one of the things can that um, is so important to me is that people remember to do things, because even when I when I used to go to my accountant and he would say, here's some things to do. It's like I was so stressed out about it that I never remember, but he wrote them down. But I could I compacted everything into five things, five things people can do. I made it even easier. They all begin with the letter S and we've all heard about these words. So the first one is avoid sweets. I've discovered in my research and my experiences that sugar is addicting and it's really hazardous to our health. And and when I talk about our health, I will mention three things that cause the most illnesses in our society, and it's heart disease cancer and neurodegenerative disease. And, and older people are very fearful, as young people should be, about getting dementia, which is that neurodegenerative disease. So the, the idea that came to me is, what can I relate? How can I relate this to people so that they'll understand it and give them a compact um, ideas about what to do? So sugar is the first one. Sugar causes inflammation in our in our body, blood vessels in our brain, and can lead to cancer. Second is stress. So I tell people to avoid sweets, avoid stress. And if it means their business is not operating right, make some changes, hire some people, get the get the uh, stress off and or learn to be mindful and meditate. And, and I encourage people to take a 20-minute or 10-minute meditation and businesses uh, to put in a meditation room for people to go to just relax during the course of the day because they'll be much more productive. And everything I talk about is science-based. Everything I talk about is it's never too early and never too late to incorporate these things in your life uh, and they have to be done with intention. So you have to intentionally reduce sugar, intentionally meditate. And then um, the the next one is sweat, which is exercise. Getting somewhere, the minimum number per day is 30 minutes, five days a week, which is 150 minutes. But it's important as we get older, to build muscle mass because we'll lose 10% muscle mass per decade or 1% a year. So you not, you're not you not doing your exercise and for 20 years, you put yourself at greater risk for falls, greater risk for injury, you know, when you're 80, fractured hips, and then the steady decline. So making that a part of your life, starting early and doing it forever. So it's exercise. So uh, next one is sleep. In my final years in my practice, I saw so much sleep disorder and particularly sleep apnea. And and this relates to obesity and the obesity epidemic that that goes on. But certainly um, sleep is incredibly important. It rejuvenates our brain and we can't be good entrepreneurs or business people or anything or spouses or sexually active if we're not getting enough sleep. So, sleep is important. Seven or eight hours a day, I have uh, on my uh, smartphone apps to, con- to count and keep track of my sleep. It's incredibly important. Um, so, and then the, the fifth one is my favorite. And in my generation, I learned that sex sells. So, sex is one of the S's and it's the final S. And for people who are a little squeamish about, keeping sex in there. It's really about socialization. It's about companionship. And and sex is about intimacy. And the opposite of intimacy is loneliness. And even before the COVID pandemic, I had been writing about and reading about uh, the fact that loneliness in our society is a health hazard. It's just as hazardous as those other mm. things. It's the same hazard as smoking 15 cigarettes a day or being obese. And wow men in particular, don't know how to make connections very well. We work really hard. We work with our staff. We go home. We, we we open our book or we go to our computer and we don't know how to make those connections. And for me, I'm guilty in lots of regards because in my day, 18 patients were put in my room. I had 18 friends come in and said, hello, how are you? What are you doing? And I gave them the, their, their treatment and then off to the next one. But in terms of a social life, we rely on our wives to do that. And now that I'm in a different phase of my life, I make it a point. It's like part of my exercise. I also make coffee appointments or lunch appointments with men and, and, and have a lunch group that I'm with. And, and, and I don't turn down any of those opportunities because it's like taking care of my own health. And, and it's incredibly important. And, and it's incredibly important sort of in the uh, environment of work and in business to make those connections and and be with other people because it's invigorating and and so um the power of five is about five s's and uh, and and that's in my book and and for businesses and for others uh to make it even easier i converted my book into an online course it's a little over five hours of All this information with really tips, which are in my book as well, about how you can go about doing those things. Um, I also stress things like um, uh, sexuality in older adults and how people can do that. And I talk about uh, one other issue that's important for, you know, we're talking about business people, about the concept that caregiving or how much caregiving your employers, your employees have to do. Uh, 50 million Americans in this country are unpaid caregivers. If they're an unpaid caregiver, they're not showing up at work to take care of their business because they're at home taking care of a family member or they're called into play to to do something out of town and as an emergency. So it becomes imperative to recognize that within your staff. and, And then I would encourage business owners to consider Offering these kinds of plans or this concept or or my course to their business, to their employees to make them healthier. So they show up for work and they're invigorated and they have a, um, a workout or workout opportunities, a walk around the track. They have a meditation area um, and they have exposure to healthy food. I, I worked in a hospital. And I would go in for breakfast and I would see at the first place people can go in, they get biscuits and gravy. It's like, what are you doing? You're, you're, right. you're making your staff obese, giving them coronary artery disease so they can come back and use their health dollars to, to, to take care of their health. And, and the message isn't getting across. And, and I think it's a real sad part of society. So I take my time and I explain this to as many groups as I can because that's that's my mission in life. Well, I'll tell you, I, so much to unpack with all that, but I,
1: I really want to um, mention, you know, the the aspect of the socialization, um, you know, I, I think especially during the pandemic. I, I know myself, and I've talked about it on the show before, I had, I wouldn't call it a meltdown, but I had a little, as close as I've ever gotten to having like a meltdown where I just like went, it was kind of like stir crazy. All of a sudden, I started to get irritated about the silliest little things, you know, because. Everyone, you know, the kids are in the house, my wife's in the house, we're all home, we're all stuck in the house. And I figured out that it was because I was not getting out of, and I told my wife, I said, I cannot go more than 36 hours of being in this house. Even if I just leave to go take a drive for 20 minutes just to get out of the house, hopefully to be around people. But at the time during the pandemic when you couldn't, it was just to get out of the house. But now I make a point, like you said, with appointments and things like that. I think I know for me, critically important to get that interaction, because like you said, that socialization um, and, and so the statistics you mentioned, were are those are staggering. You know, the same impact of smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Holy crap. I mean, I would have never imagined that. That's crazy. Really good information. Dr. Bernstein, again, powerof 5 You can find Power of Life on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Dr. Bernstein, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it.
2: Ken, it's been my pleasure. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Awesome information. Lots of stuff to unpack from all of this. Pick up his book, The Power of Five, as well. Guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Have a fantastic week. And as always, don't forget, cash flow is king. To become part of
0: Mr. Biz Nation, Follow him on all social media platforms or never miss a show by going to MrBizRadio.com. If you prefer free video content, visit the Mr. Biz YouTube channel or check out his streaming channel, which is available on 100 plus streaming platforms at MrBizNetwork.com.